Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Oh God, we are so thankful that this is your world, and that we are able to partner with you to bring about your kingdom here. You know, sometimes it feels like uh, the world is in trouble. But thanks be to you that we know that your kingdom is never in trouble. And since your kingdom is not in trouble, neither are we. So Lord, we ask that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. So today we are starting a new series that uh, we're calling The Next Right Thing. And and I'll admit that I've stolen this uh, title off of a podcast that I like to listen to uh, by a woman by uh, the name of Emily P. Freeman. And I had a chance to listen to her podcast because she was a guest on another podcast that I like to listen to and just... What she was saying, I said, you know, I think I may check that out. So I went and found her podcast out and started listening to it. And then here I am about seven months later still listening to it and going, wow, just such good words. Because if you're like me, sometimes I get so overwhelmed with everything that needs to be done. And and, and I look at what needs to be done and... It's easy for me just to freeze and not do anything at all because I know that there is so much that needs to be accomplished, there's so much that needs to be done, so much that needs to be written, so much that needs to be organized, so much that it goes on and on and on. And I laugh whenever I get frustrated because there is a joke that I love to tell other people that I never follow on my own accord, but whenever I hear somebody who says that they're frustrated because there's so much stuff that they have to do, I looked at them and said, well, just pretend like you're eating an elephant. Like, what? What does that mean? Well, how do you eat an elephant? Does anybody know? One bite at a time. And that's what this series is all about. You know, sometimes we may have a huge task in front of us, but if we do the next right thing, if we take the next right step, then maybe taking care of that overwhelming task can, can become a lot easier for us. You know, it, it also takes a little imagination, too. You know, sometimes when we are so busy and so caught up in the weeds, if you will, our, our imagination tends to go away and, and we just stop thinking about what is the next right thing that we can do. Now, now I'm not saying that we need to stop planning or, or stop being intentional in what we do. You know, this sermon series was an idea and it was planned about six months ago. And I have sermons planned all the way up through Easter. You know, if you look at your calendar and you go through your calendar, you have several events or several things 
that you know are coming up. It's not that we just ignore everything and just live by the, the, by the seat of our pants. We know that God is with us even as we take the next right step. Now today we're talking about expecting to be surprised. And whenever I think about that, I don't like to be surprised. I hate surprise parties. I hate whenever something happens and I don't know our lives. You know, thinking about a, a great example is playing uh, Captain Marvel in the uh, next uh, movie in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. And, and everybody's looking forward to this movie and she was on Ellen DeGeneres show, I believe, this last week. And as they were talking, uh, Ellen DeGeneres started to pull up these little action figures. And they were like little small Captain Marvel and then a big one. And they all had cats with them. Now, if you're familiar with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm sure that a cat plays an important role in, in Captain Marvel's uh, universe. Let me know, or I'll just wait until the movie, and I'm sure it'll explain everything for me. But Ellen was asking Bree if she liked cats. And before Bree could give an answer, right next to her was this bench. And out from this bench comes this guy dressed up as a cat and just scares the living daylights out of Bree. See, that's how we can be when we get surprised, isn't it? We may not understand or we may not know what's going on, but in that moment, we are caught off guard and we don't know what to do. My hope and prayer is as we move through today, we're not afraid of those moments where we're surprised, but we, we hold on to them as a blessing because it is a way for God to pour out God's love on each and every one of us. So our scripture this morning comes from the uh, books of the book of Ephesians chapter 3 verses 18 through 21. I want you to, to follow along and listen and can you hear how Paul is talking about how we can live in the surprises that God gives each and every one of us. Hear the word of the Lord. I ask that you have the power to grasp love's width and length, height and depth, together with all believers. I ask you'll know the love of Christ that is beyond knowledge so that you will be filled entirely with the fullness of God. Glory to God who is able to do far beyond all that we could ask or imagine by his power at work within us. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus for all generations, forever and always. Amen. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So did you hear the surprises, the, the way that Paul talks about how God is there through the height and through the depths, through, through all of the things that are far beyond what we could ever ask or imagine. See, all of this is just one example that when we look at Scripture, we see that God gives us these great surprises for us to understand. But 
because we may just look at the scripture here or there, or we may go, oh, I know what that story is all about, we fail to miss the surprises that God has for us. Surprises like the story of Moses, where Moses is running away from Egypt, and, and as he's in the wilderness, God surprised him with a burning bush, letting him know that he was the one that was going to go back and free the slaves in Egypt. We have the surprise of a guy by the name of Jonah who had an encounter with God, who, who God told him to go to this town called Nineveh, but, but Jonah, just like we do sometimes, we feel like we know better than God does, so we, Jonah ran off the other way. And as he was on a ship, he realized he was the one causing the turmoil and the storm, and he jumps overboard, and God continues to surprise Jonah by bringing a whale to save him from the depths of the ocean where he spits him back up on the, on the ground and he goes and does the will that God has called him to do. And then if we look in the New Testament, and especially in the Gospels, we see the biggest surprise of them all about a baby that was born to a virgin in a manger. And then throughout his life, and throughout his ministry, we see surprise after surprise after surprise. Whether it's telling the fishermen to throw the nets on the other side of the boat to pull in a, a, a large uh, catch. Whether it's healing the, the lepers. Whether it's helping teach the new way or the way of, of Jesus Christ. All of those surprises are ways that God shows us his love and mercy to and through us. See, we have a tendency to fail to, to grab a hold of the depth of God's love for us. And the first thing that we can do is that we must remember that God is always there for us. If you were here last week, we talked a little bit about our vision and our mission, and we were kind of doing a little bit of a recap, and, and the mission of our church comes directly from Scripture in, in Matthew 28, where Jesus tells us to go and make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. But at the end of that passage, Jesus lets the disciples know that they aren't alone, and my friends, when Jesus is telling the disciples that they're not alone, Jesus is also telling us that we are not alone, that Jesus is there till the ends of the age so that we can rely and, and count on him. Because honestly, folks, if we're true and, and if we know ourselves, we know that life can be difficult. Sometimes it feels like life is just falling apart around us. And when life seems to be falling apart around us, that's when God comes and surprises us the most with God's presence. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 4, 16, even though on the outside it often looks like things are falling apart on us, 
on the inside where God is making new life. Not a day goes by without God's unfolding grace. See, God gives us that renewing grace. God surprises us by saying, I'm going to show up again. And I'm going to show up again. And I'm going to show up again. And every time that God shows up, God gives us a different form or a different way to embrace the grace that he has for us. Author Alice Freiling says it this way, that the way that we experience grace today is a little different from the way that we experienced it yesterday. See, that is a world full of surprises that when we just ignore it or, or when we go through life just existing, we tend to miss the new and the full grace that God has for us today. And the way that we were able to do that is keep our eyes open to God is to look at God's heart. What is it that is breaking God's heart? What is it that God is calling us to do as God's children to, to live out the grace that God has for us? It is a reminder that God is always doing something new. That, that no matter what is happening in your life, whether you are two years old or whether you are 82 years old or 96 years old. I don't think Flo's here today, but I wanted to make sure I said that since uh, she's usually here. But you know, it doesn't matter how old you are. God has something new for you. In, in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19, we hear God saying, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? See, the surprises that God has for us are something new, something exciting, and it's very easy when we get stuck in our routines, when we get stuck in the way that we've always done it before. We tend to miss the new things that God is doing in and around us. My hope and prayer is that as we look for those new things, we are surprised by the great mercy that God has for us. And I thought it was fitting for this sermon to take place on Communion Sunday. And I know, sometimes we come to the first Sunday of each month and we start thinking, well, here we go again. We did the prayer of confession by rote. Pastor Chris is going to ask us to stand and share in the great thanksgiving, and we'll go through all of that again, and then we'll get in our little lines, and we'll make our way down to take a piece of cheering this time. God, fill me with your spirit so that I may enjoy the surprises you have in my life, so that life is different because of your love and mercy. Let us pray. Oh God, we thank you. We thank you for your great love. And God, we just say over and over again, surprise us. Give us your grace afresh and new every day. 
so that the grace that we experienced yesterday, we, we hold on to it and we, we cherish it because it nourished us. But God, we look forward to the next day, the next prize, knowing that you are there beside us. Allow this meal to, to refresh us and to renew us so that we may have life and life abundantly in and through you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray together. Amen.